0: Hey everybody, welcome to podcast 11 of the Make Music Income podcast and today's topic is where's the YouTube music money? Show me the money. Show me that money. Uh, Show me the money. (laughs) And today Steve and I are going to talk about how that we are starting to use our Thinking caps on how to use content ID. We're talking a lot about that in our Discord. And if you're not part of our Discord, you should be. And you can find that information down below. Just today we had, actually the whole impetus of this podcast is some some people who we know, especially a few guys who are making thousands of dollars per quarter uh, from Identify and other places that uh, collect content ID, money for composers whose music is out on YouTube videos. Um, Just a reminder, you can catch this podcast, if you're listening, you can catch it on our YouTube channels, both at Stevie B's YouTube channel and the Make Music Income channel. That information is below. You can also, if you're watching this on YouTube and you think you got to go on the road and you're not going to have time to watch YouTube, you can listen to us on Spotify or Apple or other places. So let's, uh, oh, also follow us on Make Music Income on YouTube and Instagram and follow Stevie B and the Production Music Academy in the same places. All that information is always in our show notes and you can always find that stuff if you want more stuff to look at and read and information to find out as you go through your weeks to try to make music income. So before we get into our main topic, let's talk about our weeks. Uh, why don't you go
1: ahead and start, Steve? Hey, guys. Uh, wow. Uh, yeah, I had a crazy uh, busy week. I'm still in the thick of it. Uh, I got a backlog of tracks to upload to uh, Motion Array. Um, I got a new kind of strategy in mind for, for Motion Array. It involves uh, the content ID stuff, which we're going to dig into uh, in this uh, podcast. Um, let me see. I got uh, I, three uh, tracks that I submitted to a taxi brief for those uh, for the acoustic Um, cinematic underscores I think you submitted to the same thing Uh, yep yep, I I heard that track last night it was great Uh, so we'll see what happens there Um, let's see I got uh, uh, lo-fi hip-hop tracks Uh, wrote one for the live stream for the uh, the academy um, yesterday and uh, that was fun I got to finish that up today um, I finished, I'm finishing the cinematic folk course, which I'm going to release for the academy, uh, either today, um, or Monday, I got a ton of editing to do for it. So hopefully uh, I can finish that up today. Um, and, uh, geez, what else? Yeah. So YouTube is, um, continues to kind of open up interesting doors and opportunities for me. I had, um, someone reach out, um, and offer me a consulting um job which is i can't actually dig into that in too much detail right now um but uh maybe on a future episode i can talk about that a little bit more um but also uh probably one of the most exciting things that happened um this week is that output reached out reached out to me um and uh so for so, so for those of you who watch um you know my my uh production youtube videos you see i'm sure you've seen that i've used uh, outputs products in a lot of my videos, especially um, I, you know I make use of the Arcade uh, plugin often. I use uh, I think I own pretty much every single, almost every one of their products, and um, yeah, they saw a video that I'd done some time ago uh, where I was chopping up samples using um, one of their new features in Arcade, which is called Kit Generator, uh, and I was using I was making a low-fi yeah, hip hop cool. track. And uh, they saw that, they they got their attention and they they were really uh, stoked on it and they reached out to me and asked me if I would be interested in being like an affiliate partner um, with them. And um, they gave me a really sweet offer. And uh, I, I mean for me it makes total sense. I've never done any affiliate marketing so I'm interested to see how it goes but I'm happy to you know. Uh, promote their products because I, I really think that they're great. And now, uh, it's, is this it's the good same as a
0: sponsorship? Will they sponsor videos, or is it more just affiliate links and things like? I think
1: that? it's just an affiliate link in, in in videos, and then I get a cut if you know if people go and yeah. buy buy the products. And it's I don't I read through you know what they're what they're saying, and it doesn't seem like it's like you know there's any real uh, expectation other than me for me to just like add links to whatever videos I want to do, and um, it seems like a no brainer for me. Cause, uh, yeah, I love, I love their products. Um, uh, I asked them to send me one of their desks. I don't think they're going to, but <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm a big fan. I loved arcade. I, I, uh, am not uh, subscribing this moment to it, but I used it a lot in 2021 on a lot of things and yeah. I'll probably go back to it. I just wanted to try some other things and, and just get some experience in it. But I don't currently use any kind of thing like that or splice, or anything like that. I just use my own samples, and I also I think I bought some stuff, and so I I uh, stopped paying a few a few monthly bills.
1: Yeah, well, they ha- so. yeah, yeah. I mean, it is a monthly subscription. It's a, it's a reasonably priced one, but for it's arcade. very reasonable. Um, yeah, it's great. I use Arcade in a slightly different way than I think a lot of people do. I think p- people le- and maybe Splice too. Like I think people lean very heavily on on the loops, you know, and like building songs from loops and stuff. And I always kind of advocate for you know being careful about that especially if you're uploading stock music um that's based on like you know loops um but i love chopping stuff up i love chopping it up and and altering it and and, you know creating new stuff from loops and one-shot samples so uh, that's something i do a lot with the with lo-fi hip-hop and um yeah arcade's been really useful for me so i'm excited about that partnership and um it's cool you know it's like youtube just continues to be uh continues to be a a a way for me to kind of like find new opportunities to uh you know to monetize um and uh and grow uh as as a content creator and and it keeps opening new doors so i'm really excited about that and that's kind of sort of tie into you know what we're uh what we're talking about today as well so but um absolutely before we do uh what is going down with with you how's your week been
0: it's been good um, I officially got the word that I had two more albums signed with Sony BMG or with my library there. Um, I finished the classical piano one last week. I think I had said that I had finished it, but I actually um, got the thumbs up like 22 songs or so in, in that library and signed the contract and sent the songs in. So that's done. I also just just for kicks, I have a client who does, a lot of classic country sound and I just sent a, a text to my library and I said, do you have any interest in country music that sounds like it was recorded in a demo studio in Nashville in 1983? <laughs> and he said, yes, actually I do. And so I sent him that <laughs> stuff and he's accepted that library as well. So nice. um, I just also pitched a, a, a new album to them called Amazing Graces. Uh, which is just a bunch of versions of Amazing Grace, which I see used in sync all the time in TV and film. Uh, anytime anyone dies or anytime anyone has a a, a, a religious or whatever scene, right, they're going to play right. Amazing Grace. You know, it's just almost like a, a cliche now. <laughs> yeah, so right. I, I I leaned into that and we did all sorts of versions. And so cool. that's something that we'll see if they're interested in Um I also did the taxi guitar underscore pitch. I did yeah. one song How many did you for do? that.
1: Just put, you pitched one. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I just yeah. I don't have time to do multiples. Um, but I and yesterday was the day it was due, and I started it yesterday. That <laughs> I means actually Good started for you. writing yeah. yesterday. Yeah, it's the way to do it. You know, just get it I done sat quickly. down. I actually used my new Hammer eighty eight Pro a little bit. I used the pads for the first time. Oh, I was going to ask much you what
1: a, uh, what you used for the for the guitar sound.
0: Well, I started, you know, there are several of the examples, and I think this is going to be a, a video at some point how I wrote for a taxi pitch. You know, maybe that'll oh, cool. salve some wounds for them. But um, I'll, I'll make a thing, a, you know, a positive video about how I submitted to a taxi brief and maybe even the result of that what happens after I submit it and what happened after, uh, you know, if it got forwarded or not. And if it didn't, what happens? But um, I I definitely leaned into two of the different, they had four different um, examples, and two were by the same guy. And they both had piano in them, so I kind of let in, you know, used that as my, uh, both of those, I charted them out and and really kind of made something that was in the same wheelhouse as those kind of songs. So I started with piano to do chords, and then I did Native Instruments, that was all picked nylon yeah i thought it was picked nylon. beautiful
1: this that, that this, guitar. yeah it's so cool and i yeah it sounded <laughs> great um it's just it's, i'm i'm fascinated by like guitar vsts and this is something that i i'm exploring in the cinematic folk course too right it's a kind of a a blend between uh you know vsts and recording real real guitars mm-hmm. which is something i do in a lot of tracks by the way it sounds it could be really you can get really interesting results i think if i had a guitar
0: I know enough about playing it that I could probably do some guitar playing to augment, just add you know, some the, simple the chords and stuff like that. Yeah, or, or just p- little picking things, little little, yeah. um yeah. or percussiony type of guitar things. You know, just right. to add some realism, just like I do when, when a lot of times when I do hand claps or snaps, I'll do real hand claps and snaps along with some fake ones, mm-hmm. and it just adds a, a bit of realism and stuff. So. Um, I also ha- did a percussion pitch to one of th- it was the one of the marching band ones. I don't know if you saw the marching band percussion no percussion pitch, and I am working. This is the third one I've done with a drummer in Nashville, and we're kind of working together on this. A- and if nothing else, these and this is the third or fourth pitch for uh, this this percussion type stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, none of them have been forwarded yet. And I don't know about this new one, but. Hey, it's all going to be an album that's going to be pitched to a uh, to Sony or somebody, you know. And mm-hmm. uh, it'll be a nice album when it's done. Mm-hmm. So no matter if it, anything get, ever gets forwarded, again, you know, I'm starting to think the real value of Taxi is the is the is the impetus to write. And yeah, Yesterday, I point. never would have pumped that song, which I think is really beautiful now. And I just never would have sat down to do it. I would have edited a video or done something else. They um, be- they just
1: put a brief out for uh, for piano uh, underscores
0: too. You probably saw yeah, that. In I your saw that. Today. Already saved it. Yeah. And so I'll be doing that one. I've got a bunch coming up. They're all not due till mid mid, mid to late February, yeah. but uh, I don't have any current ones that have to be done in the next week. Mm-hmm. I, I just need the deadline. Because otherwise I'll do a billion – I have a, th- a billion other things to do, including yeah, um, putting stuff up to stock in, in very small um, – I try to write a stock song per week, but that's going to be my stock song <laughs> for this week. You right, know? That's going straight. Even though I pitch, pitched it to this taxi thing, I'm going to go ahead and put it up to yeah. all the places.
1: Yeah, why not? If
0: I hear back that it was forwarded and somebody wants it exclusively, well, I'll take it down. But um, – now that's that's the way I'm going to go about these things. Um, did a new video about curated Spotify playlists last week with um, Dan Barracuda, who was in our podcast last week, and that will be coming out. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast on Monday, it'll probably be out a little later next week. So people hearing this podcast will it'll be out in a few days. Very cool uh, stuff there, but it, it also has really pushed me to. Put out my own singles more, and especially all the stuff that I'm putting up on, on these royalty-free libraries. And actually, I put stuff out. I have out on exclusive libraries. I have the okay to do that. So I am playing the curated playlist game that Dan details, mm-hmm. uh, and I've already done it with four different singles with two different distributors. And uh, I'm going to do it every month with with all four of these brands, and and more. And then I'm also going to run ads on them when it gets time to, yeah. for them to do that. So I'm going to really push all four of these uh, Spotify worlds. Now I, I, I'd be happy for them to be on other things like Apple and stuff too, but Spotify you can really get into the weeds with with how to how to market to it. And I want to build all of those up past 100 listeners a month, past a thousand listeners a month, and and get to that point where. Uh, some of them are getting into playlists and all that kind of stuff. I'm telling mm-hmm. you, I have another brand, a jazz brand, and I've seen you know 100 bucks every couple of months. That's not a lot, but mm-hmm. I don't do anything <laughs> for that. I just put the music up there, and it just comes in. So yeah, same same um, thing
1: for for my Spotify. It's just generating me a bit of money, and I don't put any effort into it. If I did put some effort into it, I wonder if you know if I could maybe like. 10x that that value, you know, and th- get some ads together. I, I'm, I'm in the same boat. Um, I'm going to put some ads together for, for my Facebook or uh, for my Spotify stuff. Uh, when I get a proper, you know, package together. Um, I'm doing singles. I'm going to do a single a month
0: from each brand. And then I'm going yeah, the to package them all together into an album down the, down the road. But, uh, yeah, yeah, and you you got to have a lot of, like Dan, he has, as he talks about in this video, he's got like 25 different, brands of yeah. the same kind of music just <laughs> so, so he can because you can only do one song at a time to try to get into the playlist until it launches and then you can yeah. do another one and it takes
1: like three to four weeks to really get yeah for that cycle to go by um we should we should start um uh, a, a spotify playlist for the make music income podcast ooh, that's a good idea for yeah yeah, and just that just popped in my head. We'll do that. Um, we'll add some of the you know music from the people that we 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 talk about, and, uh, and we can add some of our own music too. It'd be fun. That's a great idea. Mm-hmm.
0: Will we put the podcast in it too, or just music? Are you talking about just a music? No, podcast? just music. Just no, just oh, a yeah.
1: just a music playlist. All um, of
0: our brands, yeah. all that stuff. That yeah. is a great idea. Absolutely, yeah. and we'll put that. Uh, in the in the show notes uh, for all of these episodes once we do it. Totally. Because the, the beautiful about, thing about show notes and YouTube descriptions, you can go back and add stuff to them all the time. Great. So um, anyway, um, speaking of YouTubes, I've got a new video coming out sometime in the next few days. It depends on when I finish the final edit of it. It's very ranty. And it talks about – I didn't mean it to be. I meant it to be very helpful and a salve to what <laughs> Sometimes I
1: Sometimes we go on rants. This, we just can't help it. <laughs> That's I, I what this podcast this, is, I think. <laughs> it
0: really is. I should call this motion sickness is what I should call it. I, I, at the end, I said this is like a cure for your motion sickness. But instead, I'm calling it stock options right. because it's, uh, it's really about all the different options that you can be doing in stock business besides and along with Motion Array, mm-hmm. and some of the new changes that are happening that may not be all bad. Um, but anyway, um, and I think I told you off air, I got accepted to a new stock music library just this morning, and cool. I've already uploaded like 20 songs to them. They're, they're called The Music Case. Yeah. Um, pretty old library, I think, but we'll see. Old school. If They've been around for a long anything. time,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: And uh, I'm full steam in this country production. I, just before we were on air, I was uh, throwing new guitar parts in to s- these these sessions, and uh, and so that. And I also had a thing this morning about some teaching I'm going to start doing. Um, so I just kind of got hired by this company to do some teaching. So uh, you know, right. just that those little things. We don't do much, do we? We don't have much going on usually. No,
1: I'm bored most days. <laughs> Can you imagine? I haven't bored. been bored in a long, long time. <laughs> <laughs> There's no excuse for boredom <laughs> anymore.
0: Bored, more stays. All right, well, let's get right into today's topic. It's pretty cool. We've had a, a very busy morning in our Discord. I told everybody mm-hmm. that we were going to be talking about Content ID and YouTube uh, during our podcast today, and they had at that time five or six hours to to give me their thoughts and we heard from two people especially that are uh, that have some as far as they are i mean we have to trust that they are telling us the right numbers that they got but these are two people that one of them that we we have kind of verified uh, lester we'll just use his first name but he is on our site and he has a, a very nice website steve showed me the other day and yeah, we Blue were trying Talks
1: to get too. him on yeah. go ahead uh blue bluefoxmusic.com, I th- I believe is the is the website.
0: Okay, little shout out there. Yeah. And Lester uh perked up our ears a few weeks ago when he told us that he made eight thousand dollars for the last quarter of twenty twenty-one from a company called Identify with two Ys. And Identify is a company that goes out and um, collects content ID money and makes sure that Uh, It it manually uh, finds claims and finds music that you put out via uh, Motion Array. As a matter of fact, I was very careful today to ask um, these guys where their music is. Mm -hmm. In other words, how is the music getting tracked on YouTube? How did it get up there? And it's all stock. Um, So Lester's facts that I know from our Discord are that he had $8,000 uh, for the last quarter of 2021, from Identify, he has about 150-ish tracks up on Motion Array, Audio Jungle, VFine, Pond5, and 100 Audio. That's five libraries. Mm-hmm. Now, you told me off here that he's doing pretty well in Audio Jungle.
1: I think he was at one point. I mean, uh, I think he was a top seller at one point. So that's a big that's a big thing. Back
0: in the day, that means his his music's up on a lot of videos and. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk about videos that are older and how can you still claim that money in just a minute because you've asked me about that. Um, He said, he switched from AdRev last year. He was on AdRev, which is another company that also does this kind of content ID collection. He yeah. said, "I moved my tracks over as AdRev weren't collecting many of the newer tracks anymore, and Identify were getting a lot of praise on the Audio Jungle forum for finding more video matches. So he switched over, and apparently that is is doing well for him. Uh, again, eight thousand over three months. Uh, no one is seeing that. Well, I guess Huge. super Audio Jungle people were, are seeing that, um, and and uh, or could see." A lot of income from like that, but you have to be an old audio jungle person, I think, and have been in the. A...
1: Well, I don't know if that's. I mean, you may you might be right, but I think it, it's also probably something to consider here is is that he may have um, his music in some videos that are getting a ton of views. I mean, you may you might be able to get your music on a lot of different videos, but. Um, you know, if maybe a few of those videos have like you know in the in the hundreds of thousands, even millions of views. In which case, that I mean, a single video could probably generate a lot of income, presumably, rather than it just being in a lot of videos with a small amount of views.
0: So you're saying quality over quantity? This yes, is, uh, I, I'm probably. making
1: I'm making a case for quality here because like I listen to some of his music and it's great. I mean, he's, a, he's a really good producer. So I mean, that has to play uh, you know a factor in this. It can't just be um, you know. Uh, quantity and it
0: and while motion array may have brought their their numbers down as what they're as far as what they're paying us they haven't changed what their downloads are in other words my downloads are yeah. fairly similar to what they were when they were paying more and i would assume yours are as well they're as still getting
1: that, ton of reach a ton of reach yeah so i mean i'm kind of kicking myself you know like uh
0: well You shouldn't, though, because he says earnings will only be from the moment the video is claimed by Identify and ads are running in the video and monetizing. Also, also there is a grace period when any initial money generated from the ad is held by YouTube. So that is so it it gives the channel owner a chance to dispute the claim. If they prove they have licensed music, they won't lose a cent. But for the lazy people out there who haven't done any claiming or, or, or maybe they're... You know, there are videos with f- tens of thousands or more uh, views and they're not a monetized channel. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of people who don't monetize their channels for whatever yeah, reason. Exactly. Yeah. And so let's get into that a little bit. Um, and, and by the way, there are no versions. You only do the main song from right. what I understand with Identify. Um, <laughs> I'll just go ahead and mention this other um, guy on our Discord who said he had 2,600 last quarter of 2021 from identify Mm -hmm. and he has tracks on uh, audio jungle motion array v fine p5 pond five audio jungle and Jamendo, and about the same number of tracks in identify 150 so
1: did did, uh, motion array come up in either of their lists did you say both of them okay sorry
0: both of them motion array uh both of them are on audio jungle motion array v fine pond 5 100 audio it's just The second guy is also on Jamendo. Gotcha.
1: And I think he didn't have anything particularly great to say about Jamendo.
0: I couldn't tell. I I couldn't tell if he was saying that about Hunter Audio or Jamendo. Okay. Um, But uh, Jamendo has their own service that you can do um, content ID collection from. Right. Just like SongTrader does. Yeah. Just like uh, Audio Sparks does. We'll talk about that in a minute. Mm -hmm. Um, So. Obviously people are making this money on stock music that they're putting out. Would you say that's that's where all of this is and and by the way for those of you listening or watching we're we're figuring this out as we go. We're yeah. we're not exactly feeling in the dark but we are getting intel so that we can both look into this as as a music income and that's basically what this channel has always been about. Yeah, we're watching we're, we're our progress intel here and,
1: and and you know we're, we're learning as we go and if anyone's listening and you guys uh anyone has anything they want to contribute to the conversation you know come into the discord community and let us know or Absolutely. reach out to both of us and, and let us know what your thoughts and what your experiences are with it too because we'd love to know
0: yeah that's the only way we learn that's the only way we know what we know and what we just told you was from our discord which if you are not in our discord you are missing so much intel daily not just from us but from other people who come in there. I mean, uh, half yeah. the stuff that we learn is not from uh, us. I mean, we we find out things through our own experience, but most of it comes from the people that we talk to and people that rep- reply to our YouTube videos and, and, and comments. Totally. We find out lots of cool stuff in there. Totally. Um, so uh, this is mostly happened with stock music, and Motion Array is one where you can say, okay, I think, these days, if you're a new composer, and let's say you're a good composer, and uh, you get into Motion Array, um, you're likely going to have more downloads per month at the in this day and age on Motion Array than you will Pond5 or Audio Jungle. Mm-hmm. Just by the, just the nature of the beast, because Audio Jungle and Pond5 are so humongous, and you can only be found by a search finding your song out of two million songs, right? versus Motion Array, which is really actively doing uh, staff picks and, and, and new songs are getting attention. And yeah. uh, there are subscription libraries, so, so people are downloading more because they're not having to pay a price per song. Mm-hmm. So that's the plus side of this whole, people rag on these, these subscription libraries that are only paying 35, 40 cents or so, or even back if they were paying 80 cents, like they were you know, a month or two months ago. Still, people would think that's not very much, but people are paying only what twenty or thirty dollars a month for this, so they're downloading tons more than they would download if they were going to Pond5 or Audio Jungle.
1: Yeah, I mean we're pushing over about a thousand you know, around average of maybe a thousand uh, downloads a month from MotionRay. It's a ton, it's a ton of downloads. Yeah. I mean, who knows where all that you know, that music is ending up? What kind of videos and and, and what kind of monetization options are? are out there um you know and it's like it, it, we really have to reevaluate this because of you know and the motion array um you know reevaluation of the ro- ro- royalty distribution is really makes you think that this you know content ID is, is probably the right thing to do um and it kind of also uh it makes a strong case for for you know even Doing things like giving away like a free track, you know, on on uh, on Pond Five for Audio Jungle 2. Mm-hmm. Um, and I noticed that actually that Lester, you know, on his on his website, the way it's set up is that you can download any of his tracks for free and use them in your videos with the understanding that it'll it'll be you know. Um, monetize through content ID or you have the option to buy a license and um, So he's, he's really smart. He set it up in a, in a really interesting way And I think the the idea is to get the music out there, you know, like this. Yeah, just, let
0: content ID it's a little like um, Get as many songs on the radio as you can it, You don't get paid for radio in the front end, but you get paid in the back end. And mm-hmm. so that's what he's basically doing. He's operating a radio station yeah. and letting Motion Array be his radio station. And then uh, whatever whatever he gets from Motion Array or Audio Jungle is probably nominal compared to what he gets in on the back end from Content ID. That's right. So very interesting. And, and so that's why Motion Array, um, would we still be doing this if Motion Array had stayed completely the same? Probably. If we heard eight thousand dollars for the last quarter, because that would <laughs> have been that
1: better. <laughs> I just did. I honestly did not realize that people were making that kind of money from content ID. I always had well, the impression it, that it was just pennies, uh, and I always had the impression that it was um, another interesting point that we should talk about. I always had the impression that it was. Uh, uh, a turnoff for for people who are downloading the music and it was going to be too. something that was going to be an obstacle for uh for content creators but as uh, i think lester pointed out in the discord um just today or someone else maybe point this pointed this out is that it, it, youtubers know the drill you know yeah it's 2022 they know the drill and then they know uh, they understand how to clear the claim um it's not uh it, it's it, it really doesn't isn't something that's being taken into if consideration if they even
0: care to clear the claim. Yeah, which they they've... may they may say, "I don't care. I'm making this video for just because I want to be popular and because I want the channel to grow. I'm not making this video to make money, mm-hmm. and so uh, I don't care who who gets the money, just so I get to use the what I want to use in it. Exactly. Um, yeah. See, I didn't do. A content idea all this time because um I, I was with C D baby with a lot of my early jazz stuff and that it did very well on radio and, mm-hmm. and was on YouTube and there's several videos that have tens of thousands, maybe more than that, right. close to a hundred thousand on one of them. But I had made like five dollars in like the seven years that they had, quote unquote, been collecting content ID. And I thought, it's just pennies. And then same thing on SongTrader. I have a, I, I, I clicked a bunch of songs on SongTrader for content ID uh, monetization method they offer. And their, their pay rate isn't bad. Suppose, I mean, their pay rate isn't bad. I don't think they're actually going out and doing what Identify is doing. But if they track a content ID claim, their pay rate is, 60 to 80 percent, depending on if you pay or not. So, if you pay, it's 80 percent, which is higher than uh, identifies, which they take 30 percent, I believe. And okay. so, they're at 70 percent to the author versus
1: uh, song trader. But, but you don't think they're oh, doing as, as great of a job with tracking, I don't, is what you're saying.
0: I don't think they're that's th- that's not their business, in other yeah, words, that's yeah. an add on that they do, kind of like the overhead music or like uh, they do distribution all these things are like add-on things but they build themselves as a place for your music to be found That's right. for commercials and they do a lot of marketing on on YouTube this mm-hmm. this song trader artist had their song used in a in an ad you yeah. know and they go into big detail about it so i think it's like a, an add-on thing i know that audio sparks also offers this um, and they offer a way to do that. But I would imagine that their return is also very slim. I don't know, because I haven't done that through them. And Gemendo, who's another library I'm on now, they also offer this. So, and there may be more that offer this, um, just like Pond5 offers publishing, know, right. of yeah. of its stuff. But I think all of that stuff is very, you know, add-on, tacked-on there's, type of service.
1: Yeah, you can't really depend on them um... It's like it's like you know they're spreading themselves too thin. <laughs>
0: Remember that Identify is owned by a company named Hawk. So that tells you they're they're kind of thinking on you know they are focused on hunting down this prey they're and hawk- finding they're hawkish
1: it. Hawkish about that money. <laughs>
0: they want third. They want that thirty percent. Yeah. And they get that thirty percent by finding someone else seventy percent. If that makes sense. So I think um, that's why they have probably started to you know, put themselves out in the market. And I'm gonna, I'm still trying to get in touch with them to talk with someone in their company Here, about this.
1: Here's a, and, uh, an interesting stat today from uh, from my community um, post on, on YouTube. Do you register your stock music tracks with a content ID service? 45 votes, no, 90% yes. Uh, Wow, that really changed because
0: wasn't it like, wasn't no the most like last night?
1: uh, I don't know. I didn't check it last night. I I posted it and then I went to bed. It uh, had like
0: 20 or 30 views, and it was majority no, they did
1: not. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, 90% saying no, they don't. Oh, 90% are saying
0: no. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 90% are saying they do not. Register their tracks with the content. Let ID me look service. at mine because
0: I did the same kind of question this morning for this for this podcast. What's the name of my channel? Oh yeah, um, <laughs> I follow a lot of channels. <laughs> I know I have a um, hundred
1: channels on my. Uh,
0: on my I have about that many. Crazy. Um, hey, look, mine's the same. Mine's only twenty three votes, but eighty three percent is no. Right. So, um, it's not a thing that people are doing, and. Uh, <sighs> I don't know what it is, why why we, I guess it's because we just don't know enough about it, and, that or was, maybe they have the same thoughts me. as we did, yeah, you know, that, that we just thought, eh, you know, it's, I don't want stuff to be claimed and have to deal with claims, and the people who are doing well with this are not dealing with claims. If they totally. are, it's a handful. Exactly. Um, did you see the uh, thing from, somebody in our Discord put a, a little uh, thing in there from one of the big Audio Jungle guys, can't remember what his name is
1: now. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I mean, it's that's just the kind of stuff that that scares the crap out of me. But uh, yeah, the just if well, it, it was that you know someone stole his track from a it was, it was he offered it as a free download, I think, right? And someone had took it and registered it. You know, basically stole it and registered it. Um, yeah, but on, the the,
0: the bottom line was he's now making all that back in 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 Content ID. Now right, that he's fixed that, and he's not having trouble the few people that have had problems they can come to him and he, he lists how they can how they can fix it and on most sites it'll say if it's Pond 5 Pond 5 say come to us first if that doesn't fix it go to the author and they'll fix it And mm-hmm. um, but that is hap- like you said 2022 people know how this works now and, and we should common.
1: we should discuss the, 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 the pirating aspect of this too because this was a discussion previously in the Discord channel as well um, is this, a lot of this you know, this uh, unauthorized use of music is not coming through. I mean, it's people are just are just taking it. Uh, yeah. You know, they're stealing it um, and uploading it to to their videos, which is all fine and good, I guess, if you're if you've got it in content ID because you can monetize it. But um, it's it's a strange situation because it's coming from pirated sites, like you know, and and or people just you know just take it right off uh, the you know the, the site with with the watermark intact too. I guess you know in some cases maybe. But remember, Pond5 doesn't use a watermark anymore. Exactly. Yeah. So
0: does that mean you can download a watermarkless file? You know how a lot of those sites let you download a file to use and see if it works with your thing. If they don't have a watermark on it at all, then what would why would anyone pay
1: for it? <laughs> Well, I think it's like digitally water watermark now. I mean, Is Artlist, it? Artlist does the same thing. They have like a digital watermark. Yeah, it's like it's, oh. a, it's a different type of technology, um, so they're still able to track it. Um, but but still, it doesn't matter <laughs> because it, it's the same idea as like it's the same idea as me uploading um, my my uh, driver's license uh, Olivia Rodrigo remix with the vocal stem. You know, it's not I'm not allowed to do that. And that's why I got a claim on the video. So you know that, that money that gets uh, generated from monetization on that video goes to the the, the rights holders. Um, and it's the same thing. So like I could take a track from you know Artlist or Pond5 or wherever, upload it to YouTube, and I would it would you know presumably get a get a claim, but it wouldn't it wouldn't mean my video would be taken down. Uh, right. So that's uh, that's what's going on right now. But uh, and I'm not saying that. I mean, it's, it's strange because it almost like incentivizes. I mean, if you have your tracks and content ID, it almost incentivizes, like you almost want people to steal it. Absolutely. Take it. It's the strangest thing, you know? So, um, I don't know what, I don't know what to make of that, but, um, the, the pirating aspect and the, and like the, you know, the take and the unauthorized use is something that we, we have to acknowledge here because there's a lot of that.
0: Right. Um same thing with releases through distributors if you release through CD Baby or DistroKid and you select content ID i'm not sure those places are working it as hard either you no, know just, probably not probably you know not. just like the songtrader audio sparks stuff i was talking about now again if anyone works for songtrader audio sparks gemendo cd baby distrokid and you want to tell us how wrong we are yeah, totally. about about this and and what your company is doing we would love to correct that yeah. and uh, and make that known But uh, from what I have seen on my statements, and I do a lot of artists and uh, uh, and my own music on these distributors, and most of them have seen pennies of anything. Um, Now, they are usually only putting their music on their own music videos, which get very low counts. So, of course, they're probably not getting a lot, but... um, I would just assume that that's, uh, again, an add on, you know, uh, content ID collection is an add on service. And who are they using? Like someone told me that Gemendo is using some European company to, to do this. And so they have to pay another company. And every time they have to pay another company, that company's going to get a cut. And then they're going to get a cut. And then it comes down to what you are. I know that yeah. Sparks only pays 45% of what they collect. Uh, and yeah. I don't even know how they collect it. So, um, Yeah, uh, (laughs) that's one of the things I put on here when you mentioned Lester and his site where he has basically a a kind of a mini music library on his site saying, hey, you can use these for free or you can license them. this might be an impetus for all of us to start thinking in those ways how can we put our music out there to be found now totally. that also requires a lot of marketing a lot of website make a lot of building time and for those of us who already have channels and academies and all sorts of other things that might not be as possible versus someone like lester who i believe is retired uh, i think he he said he was Retired today in his stuff, or or let's just say you're someone else who is retired and you're approaching this from a I don't have to make money with this standpoint. You know, I, this is all gravy just because I'm just doing this for for fun. This is I do not depend on this as an income stream to pay my bills. Mm-hmm. Although just about everybody uses every income stream to pay their bills or putting in savings yeah, or sure. whatever. But it yeah, is I mean, it's, something... a, it's a
1: ton of work. It's a ton of work putting a you know a site like that together. Um, yeah and uh, at the very least you can make
0: sure that people know where to go to listen to your music and to, and to use it, whether that's uh, like on my front of the moment music site, which is where most of my stock, my stock and royalty free stuff is. Mm -hmm. I make sure that they know where pond five is motion array is Audio jungle is all those things. And they can go to the one that they like to use the most and use my music. So totally, um, So yeah, that's, that's what we know about this right now. And, uh, let's talk about now kind of what our plans are because, um, you know, it's not that I think this is bigger than motion array, not paying as much as they used to pay. You know, my new video talks about how to diversify and, and our whole channel make music income talks about how to make music income from different sources. But, um, this is more than that. This is about making sure that someone else isn't using your your stuff illegally and about bringing another and, and being its own music income source. This this is a new basically thing to do. Well,
1: people using your stuff illegally is a given, I think, and it's it's more about like let's take and, given that fact, how are you going to get the most out of that situation uh, and get what you deserve, which is, you know, some some reward back for, for, you know, the hard work it took to, to create that, that music, but people are going to steal it. I mean, that, that's what we're seeing is like, no matter what people are, are using unauthorized, unlicensed music. Um, And would you
0: say this is mostly in the stock royalty free space? It's really good. This is happening.
1: Yeah. It's really hard to say. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean,
0: because that's where they will find it. I mean, you'd have to search long and hard to find some dude's website and steal his music off there versus just going to a site that has all this music that you can just, I need some lo-fi stuff, and go find that stuff. And so I would think this mostly comes from online libraries that are playing the song all the way through. Because there's been stories about people even putting music with watermarks in it (laughs) underneath (laughs) underneath their videos. Yeah well, you know. I think
1: they, probably a lot of it comes from yeah just YouTube people posting up their music on YouTube. Um, yeah you know there's all sorts yeah. of programs that you can use to just take extract the audio from the video. So,
0: so in this way, just like we have BMI to make sure we collect any uh, performance royalty uh, back end from um, if our songs are on the radio or if our songs are on television or if our songs are used in, in on live performance or things like that. We need to make sure we have content ID to catch that net of stuff that's being on YouTube. And I believe Identify also collects from Facebook and Instagram as well.
1: Yeah, I was going to mention that. I think they have a broader scope than just than than YouTube, uh, which is good to know because um, that's another. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people posting up Facebook and, and TikTok videos, talk I mean, maybe
0: as well. And so, so there's there's probably a lot of a lot of stuff that is is trackable. And yeah. if I was a company and I wanted to make money by making other people money, which I do as a producer, I wanna make sure that I find every little loophole I can find for them so that they can make income and, and they'll keep paying me. And I, I would imagine Identify or AdRev or any of these companies, and there are other companies. Um, Audium, I think, is a company that d- delves into this, but.
1: Yeah, and right there's now a, Elite Alliance, I think. Uh yeah. or something, yeah, something like, like that. that. Yeah. yeah.
0: And but I think identify is the one that's being talked about the most. And that's yeah. the one that we have proven examples here from people that we are talking to every day and, and actual numbers from. And as you know, yeah. I like I like intel. I like actual intel from actual people making music income and then find out, okay, how well, can we do that for us? How can you do it? Yeah. And
1: um, and one me, thing that's... we should maybe mention uh, for, for those that are listening and thinking about this is that um, Identify has a three year contract. Um, and so, if you, and also we should mention just because we talk about sync music a lot, um, is that you would not want to pitch music that's in a Content ID service to like TV production music library. So, uh, if you have any you know, tracks that you're, you're holding, that you're thinking about pitching there, keep them out of Content ID and just also keep in mind that when you do put them up and identify, they're gonna be there for three years.
0: Probably more than, and this, I talked about this in my Content ID video, why I don't do Content ID. Mm -hmm. And the first one was I've not seen any examples of anyone making any money with it. Well, that has changed. Yeah. Um, The other reason that I didn't do Content ID was because I didn't wanna make it harder for people to lose to to make uh, to choose my songs that's on a right. Motion Array, for example, where they can filter out content ID stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I believe they can probably do that on Audio Jungle as well. Uh, I know they ask if it's content ID. A lot of them ask if this is content ID stuff, but it doesn't look like that's happening. In fact, it doesn't look like people are filtering that out because they just don't care, no, like they, they don't used care. to. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So those are the two reasons. and if, But the third reason was just as big, maybe bigger for me, who is con- who even though I talk a lot about stock music and I have a lot of stock music in there just because I make a lot of music that doesn't have a home and it goes in royalty-free stock music, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of that I end up pitching to exclusive libraries. If I get into a three-year deal with Identify, I can't. And uh, I would imagine that it's it's a thing where you can't – Get it out of there because once they start the processes of looking, I would imagine that's a lot of work. Totally. Yeah. So that's something that scares me a little bit with with it, um, and I have to look at each song very carefully. Am I ever going to pitch this? Do I do I yes. plan to? Yeah, it you is know... a
1: downside. It is it is a, a, a serious downside, and I guess like you know, for us, it means that we're we're committing it to stock. Um, you know, three years is a long time, and. Uh, I yeah. really, I really
0: kind of keep a wall between the two for the most part. Like all the stuff I'm working on that I know I'm going to pitch to, uh, to one of my libraries. I do not put that in stock at all while I'm waiting, just Mm -hmm. in case there's any hiccup. Now last year I did end up pitching a bunch of stuff. Once I found out about this library and some of that stuff is, is caught up in the song trader, uh, uh, content ID debacle uh, that I signed some of those that clicked a button next to that song for one of their options so that is an issue that I am dealing with right now with one of my libraries not not my Sony BMG library but with Scorekeepers yeah. you know, just, uh, that's a scorekeepers.com by the way if you don't know about that and you're thinking about getting into um, some sync li- exclusive sync licensing you might take a look it, it may, might or might not be for you it might be like the Pond Five. I don't mean this in a bad way, but it might be like the Pond Five in exclusive library stuff, where it's it's a nice library to work with. They're good people, and um, they're very picky. They don't they don't take everything, so it's it's a high bar. But if you're looking to get into exclusive music, you might want to take a look at their library and listen to some things. You did, and you decide it wasn't for you. I think, but a, a lot of people. Uh, it might be a, a place to go. But make sure your stuff isn't tied up in a, in, in a thing like this. It's, yeah. it's not tied up with Identifier. It's not tied up with SongTrader or AudioSparks or Gemendo because those are probably, at the very least, like the SongTrader ones, one-year deals mm-hmm. where actually it's a ongoing deal until you say to take it out. Then it's a year. And so uh, I'm looking at August before a lot of songs are available. Luckily, not many of them that, are ones that I would put in to identify. Some of them are ones that I've already got signed though, and so that we're trying mm-hmm. to work that out right now. Yeah. But um, all that to say, that's another big caveat to this whole Content ID thing. If you are a sync license person and you're focusing on sync licensing for television and film and ads, you probably wanna stay away from Content ID for those songs until you're absolutely sure they're not signed. Or they're not going to be signed, or you've decided not to, to quit pitching them to those libraries.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah, something to keep in mind.
0: Yeah. Um, well, I think we have talked about where the mu- the YouTube music money comes from. Now, one, we talked about content ID, and you started the show by talking about experiences that you've had by putting your your music on your. YouTube channel, and that's kind of different, but still, yeah, it's well, leading to money-making opportunities.
1: It is, you know, and, I, and I'm going to push the you know, the get on YouTube message, you know, for you know for everyone listening. Um, share your experience. I mean, YouTube is, is such an amazing and discoverable uh, platform uh, for for music producers and and for artists of all uh, types. And you know, I just I, I it really truly amazes me how many opportunities keep. Keep knocking at my door because of YouTube. Um,
0: now you also have a channel with a lot of followers and a large email list, so
1: it's not like you relatively, relatively not a lot of followers. You know, well, I mean, I mean, if I you, if you know. really think about it, I mean, it's just like I'm on the low end of the of like the the influencer spectrum. I mean, there's people I, like, with way, I way, way, way more. I see that, but but
0: I know also know how many people follow you in all your all your ways. In um, all the different ways you can follow somebody, email and and on uh, videos and stuff like that, and I know that uh, most YouTubers who, if they're watching this, uh, would die to have a thousand subscribers, much less four or five. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and I think we both know that once you get past that one thousand it starts to speed up a little bit, yeah. you know, and growing a channel starts to become a little easier when you have those thousand fans. <clears throat> yeah, well, I'm not saying it's easy.
1: I mean, it's like, it, it's a lot of work um, <laughs> to do it, as you know. Uh, but I mean, like, look, you know, it's like, I don't think it's uh, it's it's something that you should, I think you, everyone should should think about it, especially if they're like producing music and if they feel like they have something to say. Um, you know, go and share your thoughts. I mean, you grew your channel past a thousand subscribers faster than anyone I've ever seen. Um, And thanks to you you and Daniel and
0: Steve and uh, Jesse and other people. But, and and thanks to all the people in our discord and all that kind of stuff. But I think the thing that we need to point out with you is that uh, one of the reasons why YouTube works so well for this, if you do it correctly, like you did, where, in your titles, you're talking about uh, when you put the title out for that thing, and you even told me you changed the title on a few of these, and it's affected how many people see it. Totally. Again, YouTube is the second biggest search engine in the world uh, uh, next to Google, who That's also right. owns YouTube. Yeah. So uh, people are typing in Olivia Rodrigo. Is that her name? Yep. And, you know, Your video has a chance to come up, and you know what? Millions of people are typing that in. Obviously, so is Google, and so is other people who are saying, hey, I like this. Maybe they can do something for me. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've been found that way on YouTube. I've also been found that way on Spotify uh, for for possible opportunities. So, But, yeah, YouTube is – I'd say YouTube and then Spotify are probably the two most important – Things for for music brands that there is whatever you're trying to Maybe
1: TikTok too is is competing really well. Maybe. Um, I haven't really uh, dug into TikTok too much, but a little bit. I'm experimenting with it a bit, and um, I'll talk more about that when I have more to say about it. But um, a lot of music producers and artists are 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 are, uh, yeah digging into TikTok pretty hard, and there's a lot of discoverability there.
0: Absolutely, and and discoverability is not the problem. Getting them to go somewhere from there is the problem. Yeah, um, it's a little like Instagram. Uh, you can get a lot of attention on an Instagram post or a reel or whatever, and same thing on TikTok. But getting them to click on the bio and then go somewhere else off platform is hard. Yeah, I so think common. YouTube is easier. I think YouTube it's easy to put a bunch of links in your description and go anywhere yeah. and. YouTube may not like that, but they're also YouTube, so they probably don't care as much as <laughs> these other ones. But uh, you have so much ability to put links in your description back to contact and all that kind of stuff. And so I think that's why there's there's music money to be made and why I push all my clients to to make sure they make videos and make sure they put them up. Yeah. And, and the more
1: searchable they are, the
0: better. And so, mm-hmm.
1: um, yeah, I mean, I- <clears throat> getting free stuff too is is cool. <laughs> you know. Like like you know, doing sample library v- reviews for people. Like I've had I've done I've gotten a, f- a few freebies uh for doing yep. that. That's um cool. that uh you know, that quarter guitar uh library that I got is still like something I use all the time. And like they're a small developer and they you know they sent it to me for free and like I love it. It's so useful for me. Output, you know, I mean they're a big company, they're a huge sample uh li- like, you know, company. Um one of the biggest and they, you know, them reaching out to me is like, actually is, is like, I'm really humbled by it because I'm just, a, I'm really, you know, a low level <laughs> YouTuber on the, on the scale of, uh, you know, influencer, um, influencers out there. And I thought, and, you know, I remember making that video and I, it was like a really slow, um, at first it was like it got like very little views. I almost deleted it because I was like, Oh, this video sucks. <laughs> um, but it it's like the title, like <clears throat> just did well on the on the search for whatever and over time it just kind of grew and grew and grew and now it's yeah. like got a few thousand views and it, it, and here we go here i am today like talking about it a year later and it's like you never know you're just kind of just throwing things out into the universe and sometimes they um most of it just kind of like fizzles but uh, sometimes you just you just get lucky but you nothing ever happens if you just if you don't try
0: so that's one of the things I, I, I think about is putting more music up on YouTube, especially all the stock music. I just, yeah. I, I, I would want to make a video. I know me. I would want to make some kind of video and go get stock <laughs> clips and, and I, I'd spend and so hours doing it. I know, and, I know. But or I could just put it up with a picture. And the yeah. beautiful thing about putting your stuff up to Spotify and using some place like DistroKid or whatever to put your music up is you can put it up to YouTube very easily as part of that process. It just mm-hmm. puts it up with the cover and it's there. And so it can be found and you can then w- meld all that in with your other channels and mm-hmm. and or use that as a example to show off songs or things like that. I'm not sure how interesting that is but a lot of people are on, on their phones doing this, and they're they're saying, oh, I want to listen to that video. Well, guess what? They're not sitting there watching a video for two and a half minutes, but what they are doing is putting their phone down and listening while they drive or just listening while they cook or listening while they're sitting around or sleeping or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so YouTube is a music channel as just as much as it is. I mean, we're talking on YouTube right now as part of this podcast, and some people don't watch this podcast. They listen to this podcast probably on YouTube. So it's another reason to put all of your music up there, no matter how you get it there, whether you upload it to YouTube yourself or whether CD baby or distro Kid upload it to YouTube.
1: So exactly. Yeah.
0: Another way to make YouTube music money. And it's not out of the realm of possibility that if you have identify or some, some, hawkish service that's really looking for uh, to make thanks. And one of your little uh, music songs that you loaded up through DistroKid onto YouTube does take off with views. That's money that's going to come back to you from Identify. And you don't even have to check the box on DistroKid, which you shouldn't anyway. Well, I shouldn't say you shouldn't because DistroKid might not be happy with me. But, you know, it's extra that you got to pay per year for That's that, right. yeah, um, per right. song. So you, if you're already with an, uh, a company tracking content ID, they will track that music money as well. So mm-hmm. another, another reason. So I think we're going to use content ID. Eh? I think so.
1: Yeah, I was going <laughs> to sign up last night. I didn't get any at the time, but uh, I'm going to do it as soon as possible. Yeah, I, I'm could, still trying to. We could talk determine. more about uh, like the the actual process because we have I have no idea like what's involved really. I don't well, know here's the is. other
0: question: Do we have to go back? How many places do you have your music besides Artlist and Motion Array?
1: Uh, Pond5, V-Fine, 100 Audio, um, that's it right now. I think I'm probably missing one. Audio Jungle, sorry, Audio Jungle. Yeah, all of them allow content ID. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so you you don't have I a think. problem with that. I have one library, Sparks, which has a lot of my stuff in it, and I and I do not think they allow Content ID. Mm. So I I have to see uh, where where I what I have left because <laughs> I you know I've stopped uploading there uh, in the, over oh, the I past have few months. Audio
1: as well, which doesn't allow for Content ID.
0: So you can't put those up. Well, no. or well. Or can you, since you haven't heard from them? It's a mystery, man. <laughs> it's a mystery. I don't know. So much of this is a mystery. So, well, that's where we are with this right now with Content ID. We'll certainly be talking more about this as uh, as we experiment with this. We're, we're probably a couple quarters away from even seeing any money from it once. Yeah, totally. I don't know how fast it moves, if it takes three months to, to even get stuff going. We're, we're pre-money.
1: We're pre-money with the We're going to be idea.
0: pre-money for a while because <laughs> probably, the yeah. first quarter is going to end in March. Likely our stuff won't even be up there if we registered today. I don't know how fast it moves. So it's probably a mid-year type of of experiment uh, mm-hmm. answer. Although I think you can check it every month because there are – or
1: or or you or
0: I don't know. Actually, I don't know. This well, we'll
1: we we revisit know. this um, in a later podcast because I think we're going to bring Lester on. Later this month, Uh, so um, and hopefully we can get maybe
0: somebody from identify or Arab or someplace. If you hear this podcast, we'd love to talk to you and get the word out for you. Absolutely, yeah. All right, man. Well, awesome, good chat, good stuff. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, thanks for watching and listening, and please make sure you check out our sites and stuff below in the show notes or. Whatever, and also please subscribe to this if wherever you're listening. Just that helps us uh, know how many listeners we have and and know how it's growing. It's the podcast is really growing. I mean the the uh, numbers are are very nice, and we're so happy that people are finding this interesting. So make sure you subscribe to us. That lets us know and tells the powers that be who's listening and all that kind of good stuff. And. Other than that, we will see you guys and talk to you guys next week.
1: Yeah, and if you're and if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to throw a comment below. Um, if you have something yeah. you want to add to the conversation, we, we'd love to hear from you uh, or reach out to us personally, whichever whichever you like. And uh, yeah, or in um, the Discord, yeah, in absolutely, the Discord. any of those totally. things.
0: Please, please leave uh, please leave comments if you've had, especially if you've made money with a company that collects content ID. We'd love to know that Intel and tell us who you're with as far as stock libraries or, or how you believe those songs are making you money with that content ID uh, Mm -hmm. collector. Yeah.
1: Awesome. Awesome. See you guys. See you next time. Thank you so much for listening, guys. We really appreciate it. Just a reminder to check out makemusicincome.com and productionmusicacademy.com. And you can find us both on YouTube as well. We both post regular content there. You can find me at Stevie B, Production Music Academy. And Eric's channel is called Make Music Income. We'd love to see you there. Feel free to like, share, and subscribe to our content. Also, feel free to join us in the Make Music Income Discord server. Lots of great conversation going on in there and you can share your work and connect with other like-minded folks. It's a great community. So thanks again and we'll see you in the next episode. Take care.